Go Blue. Counting dollars, we'll be counting stars. Yeah, we'll be counting stars. You're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Gathers is Washtenaw County's food rescue and food bank program. Every day throughout the year, we fight hunger where we live. Call us at 761-2796 to find out how you can volunteer, how you can donate money, how you can donate food. Call us at 761-2796 to find out the role you can play in fighting hunger. A box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that Hand off his box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe that means I have Half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. My name is Mike, and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. A lot of food news to talk about from around the world involving life as a zucchini, uh, a magnate of a bimbo, what does that mean, wawa versus dawa, all those things, hamburns, fish sous, cheeto gorillas, all of the important things happening now, and about an endangered species of bumblebee. We'll get to all of that during the course of this show. But we'll put the bumblebee aside for just a moment and go straight now to, first of all, the most beautiful thing in the world as Valentine's Day approaches, love of food. Yes, Jewel Akins is the man who had the big hit in the mid-60s with the birds and the bees. Well, this is one of his biggest non-hits, however. This, however, should have been a much bigger hit. This should have gone to number one for multiple weeks. Here is the Vegetable Love Song, just for you. He was a bad potato, potato. And she was a sweet tomato. tomato But she seemed to string along and that was the start of the vegetable love song. He had a lot of cabbage. So one day she packed her baggage. On a honeymoon they were gone. Now let me tell you the rest of the vegetable love song. But she really had his number She took him for everything Including a ten-carat ring Then one day she just said pardon And left him alone in their garden She waved goodbye 
that was the end of the vegetable love song. Then one day she just said pardon, pardon And left him alone in their garden pardon. She waved goodbye and so long And that was the end Of the vegetable love song Yes, that was the end Of the vegetable love song And just as it turns out, that is the end of the Vegetable Love Song right there. And still is. That was Jewel Aikens. Jewel Aikens. As other songs included, A Slice of Pie. We'll have to hear that one of these other days. Georgie Porgy, Sukiyaki. Well, you get the idea. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. And we're going to have another song about the food of love in a moment. This, by the way, what we just heard was on a lovely collection called The Birds, the Birds and the Bees, The Best of Jewel Aikens. Liner notes provided by... The great late Ann Arbor legend, Cub Coda. Now, food news from around the country. I have a, a, a nice little uh, a bag full of food news for you today. Not always good news, though. From uh, Clinton, Kentucky, a blaze tore through an award-winning country ham business in western Kentucky, burning much of it to the ground. Fire crews were called to Harper's Country Hams in Hickman County before daybreak yesterday and spent much of the day getting the blaze under control, then putting out hot spots. The West Kentucky Star reports that Harper's has won six Grand Champion Awards at the Kentucky State Fair. The company's website says Harper's has been producing country hams since 1952. It's hard to say what will happen next with them. Hopefully, all the best, however. Now, Mexican bakery magnate Lorenzo Cerviche has died at the age of 98 after building his Grupo Bimbo into an international snack and baked goods empire. You may see packages of Bimbo around town. I've seen a Bimbo truck. The head of Mexico's Business Coordinating Council said Friday that Cerviche died but did not state the cause of his death. Juan Pablo Castanon called his death a great loss for Mexico. Cerviche was born in Mexico on November 20, 1918, the son of a Spanish immigrant who started a bakery. He started Grupo Bimbo in 1945 with other partners. The company now operates in 22 countries with 100 brands and over $10.7 billion in sales in 2015. Starting with bread, the company branched into snacks, tortillas, and other bakery products. The company is known for its mascot, a small white bear. And the magnate died at 98, not a bad long life. Meanwhile, a New Jersey convenience store called Dawa has been sued by Wawa. Pennsylvania-based Wawa, which has more than 700 convenience stores in six states, has filed a trademark infringement lawsuit against a store in Patterson, New Jersey. Wawa says Dawa is taking advantage of its hard-earned reputation. Dawa is a casual to say, hello, Dawa is a casual way to say, come on, strike three. Dawa is a casual way to say, come in, in Korean, and it's interpreted to mean welcome, Dawa. 
Dawa owner Mike Hahn told the Courier Post that he named it that because everyone is welcome at the store in an industrial area between a rail line and the Passaic River. But Wawa spokeswoman Lori Bruce says that the company has an obligation to protect its customers from any confusion and protect the brand name. Wawa's name is derived from a Native American word for Canada goose. Dawa is a casual way to say come in in Korean. No word yet from Baba Wawa. Meanwhile, this is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN. We have another very romantic song about food. There's nothing more romantic than food, especially when your date is food, because you can get into so many places where other people seating in twos and fours and fives and such got to wait long time for their table, but you alone can get a seat at the bar and eat whatever you want. This indeed is the food of love. Seriously, though, it does sound so good. That is Jimmy Soul. His only huge, huge hit was If You Want to Be Happy. But I'm telling you, that man could sing. Lots of good records by people who didn't always have big hits with all those great records. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's uh, 20 to 7. Arwolf and Face the Music is at 7. Some more food news now. Bob, the notorious B.O.B. Shout, S-H-O-U-D-T, choked down 409 chicken wings to become the finger-licking champion of Philadelphia's Wing Bowl. His winning finish Friday, say that five times fast, finning winning finish Friday, was 20 wings less than Molly Scheuer inhaled last year to take the championship title. But Scheuer won a special five-minute race this year against Bill El Wingador Simmons after downing 95 wings. 
the morning eating ordeal, because you always want to eat as many chicken wings as possible in the morning, draws boozy spectators who tailgate beforehand outside the city's sports arena to watch flamboyant contestants and suggestively clad women known as wingettes. Oh, boy. This year, rapier, rapper whew, with his rapier wit, rapper Coolio performed between rounds. Even with the slogan, If You Heave, You Leave, the event included some romance. One contestant proposed to his girlfriend after he was ejected from the eat-off. She said yes. See how romantic it all is. Valentine's Day is coming up and we're playing songs in love with food. Meanwhile, a Rhode Island state legislator has been fired from her job as a server because her employer says she was promoting her political views to patrons. Classic Cafe owner Raymond Burns says he warned Providence Democratic State Representative Maura Walsh of Rhode Island that her vocal political discussions during her shift were interfering with her work. He says a scathing online review was the final straw. Walsh says the negative review complained, the negative review complained about her political beliefs, but not her service. The review discouraged men from patronizing the Providence breakfast spot because of what it described as anti-male views she had expressed on the radio and social media. Walsh took office last month after a surprising win over longtime incumbent, a longtime incumbent in last year's Democratic primary. Meanwhile, in the quiet corner of a classic cafe, this was taking place. Ooh. We're going to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a cozy table, isn't it? <laughs> and champagne, my dear. Delicious. <laughs> you like it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> yes, I do like it. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Some more? Delicious. <laughs> I knew you'd like it. You always. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, have some more. Get the waiter and hombre. Delicious. Put on the paper hat. <laughs> Oh, oh, get out the lamp. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I even like the cork. Waiter, waiter, more. Oh, keep pouring. Oh, this is. Oh, 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 every night, New Year's Eve. <laughs> To Metsy, to Betsy, Metsy, unable to speak. That is, was Jim Backus and friend, unidentified friend, apparently. We need to identify this friend. I think she'd be fun to hang out with, don't you think? Wouldn't We'd all want to hang out with somebody as fun as that. That was delicious. Yes, it was, with an exclamation point. By the way, you can go to WCBN.org and look at every song I've played so far and songs other people have played. Except for the one I just played. I I started to type it up as being a song called Jim Backus and Friend by a group called Delicious and got it backwards and deleted it. But we'll get that up there as soon as possible. Speaking of WCBN.org and WCBN, this time tomorrow begins the WCBN fundraiser fun super happy time where we all get to come together, you, us, me, everybody, and get together and support this wonderful radio station without which we would be... Kind of nuts, don't you think? Speaking of food, wouldn't you say so? Sean is going to start that tomorrow morning. And next week at this time, I'm going to be asking you to support all of the important news you get about Cheetos shaped like gorillas and everything else because you can't get that anywhere else. And in this topsy-turvy world, you need a little bit of sanity, don't you? I think so. So we'll back to that in a moment and in a few days. But uh, back to some food news Someone has bid nearly $100,000 on eBay for a Cheeto that bears a resemblance to the gorilla Harambe. And this is a bit of a macabre Cheeto story because Harambe the gorilla was a 400-pound silverback, you may remember, fatally shot by a zookeeper after a human child entered his enclosure. The shooting of the gorilla went viral on the Internet, creating several memes and attracting worldwide attention. Harambe was housed in the Cincinnati Zoo. The child did survive the encounter, but now the seller of a Cheeto that resembles Harambe allegedly said he found the cheese snack in a bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Bidding began at $11.99. That's $11.99 on January 28th. It ended early Tuesday morning with a winning bid of $99,900. The listing showed a picture of a Cheeto side-by-side with a gorilla climbing a tree, and it does, in fact kind of had the shape of a gorilla climbing the tree, but whether it's Harambe or not, well, it's really hard to tell, and it's bizarre and macabre, and is that that not where we live today in a bizarre and macabre place, this beautiful country of ours? I think so. Moving right along, though, to the bumblebee, the humble bumblebee, the humblebee, the bumblebee, and and from the Harambe to the bumblebee. This from the Associated Press, the Trump administration has delayed listing a bumblebee as endangered one day before the designation was scheduled to take effect. 
It would be the first time a bee species in the U.S. would be designated as endangered. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service adopted a rule January 11th extending federal protection to the rusty-patched bumblebee, one of many types of bees that play a vital role in pollinating crops and wild plants. It once was common across the East Coast and much of the Midwest, but its numbers have plummeted since the late 1990s. In a Federal Register notice, the service announced a postponement of the designation until March 21st, in keeping with the Trump administration order issued January 20th. It imposed a 60-day freeze on regulations that had been pushed, uh, published in the register but hadn't taken effect. The American Farm Bureau Federation opposed listing the bumblebee as endangered, saying it could lead to costly limits on land or chemical use and that private partnerships could more effectively preserve bee habitat. No other pending endangered species listings are affected by Trump's freeze. Trump's, please, Trump's freeze, if you please, are playing the blind pig sometime soon. Just made that up. In the meantime, a little bit about the humblebee and the bumblebee. The bumblebee is a member of the genus Bombus. The genus is the only extant group in the tribe Bombini, not to be confused with Bambino. The generic name Bombus, assigned by Pierre-André Latre in 1802, is derived from the Latin word for a buzzing or humming sound. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, the term bumblebee was first recorded as having been used in the English language in the 1530 book, this is in year 1530, which I will pronounce Les Clarquissements by John Palsgrove, using the phrase I bomb, the phrase I bomb as a bombil be doth, my best at Middle English there. However, the dictionary also states that the term humblebee, with an H, predates it, having first been used in 1450 in Fishing with Angle, fishing being spelled F-Y-S-S-H-Y-N-G-E, in the phrase, in July, the grasshop and the humblebee in the meadow. The latter term was used in A Midsummer Night's Dream, Shakespeare's work, circa 1600, the honey bags steal from the humblebees. Now get this, there was an old provincial name, Dumbledore, that's right, Dumbledore, also denoting a buzzing insect such as a bumblebee or cockchafer, Dumble probably imitating the sound of these insects, while door meant beetle. First of all, Dumbledore? How about that? And apparently it says that term denotes a buzzing, in be buzzing bee, a bumblebee, or a cockchafer. Well, I wasn't prepared to talk about cockchafers on this program, but a cockchafer is another term for a maybug or a doodlebug. It's a large brown European beetle that flies at dusk. Psst, the doodlebug flies at dusk. In On the Origin of the Species by Charles Darwin, he speculated about humblebees and their interactions with other species. And so many references to humblebees and bumblebees and doodlebugs and maybugs and may I have the next dance. But in the meantime, here is a very romantic song. This is Old Pot Still Cooks Good Rice by Ross Serre Sother. This is from the collection don't think I've forgotten Cambodia's lost rock and roll. Get ready for that.
That is not the correct tune. This, in fact, is Old Pot Still Cooks Good Rice, and it is sung by Ross Saray Souther. just amazing. Thank you to all the artists who make wonderful music about food. That from the collection Don't Think I've Forgotten, Cambodia's Lost Rock and Roll. Quick note before we go, Popcorn Falls produced by Theater Nova is closing this weekend, so you have a chance to see Popcorn Falls done by Theater Nova in Ann Arbor this Friday and Saturday and Sunday. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. 
Arwolf and Face the Music next. What the heck, let's go out with that song there about the birds and the bees by Jewel Aikens. Why not the big hit? Here we go. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor, WCBN.org. Just about 7 o'clock. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. 88.3 if you're doing it that way or WCBN.org online. I was just explaining to one of our newer members here that there's probably someone chopping wood in Tierra del Fuego right now. Um, if so, hello. Don't hit your foot with that thing. It's time for Face the Music. That means an hour of historic recordings. And tonight we've um, coordinated the show using code word strut. Now, people who work in automobile repair shops probably think I'm talking about shock absorbers and struts. And you can bear that in mind if you wish. But mainly we're talking about music that just makes you want to strut around. And there were a lot of struts recorded in the 1920s, I think, We've got one recording from 1930, and we're going to end, or near the end of the show, there'll be one from 1939. But the rest of these, we're in the 1920s. There's even one from 1918, so I got some old records in here. Let's go back to 1921. This is a piano solo by the great James P. Johnson, and this is the Harlem Strut. It's time to face the music. Let's do it. <laughs> 